Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. And we're back. We're back after a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, I feel like life just gets busy, but you've been off doing some fun things. Yeah, we were on a little bit of it, a little bit, kind of a bit. Kind of a big adventure, actually. I would classify it as quite a large adventure. <laughs> you would put it in the size large category. I would. <laughs> um, yeah, so my husband, Matthew, and I went for six weeks, almost seven weeks. We kind of just, like, traveled around and worked remotely in Colorado, Utah, and California. Now we're back in Minnesota trying to figure out our lives. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, which of the states had you been to before of the places you visited? I hadn't I'd been to California before. Um and then of states that we like drove through because we actually went to thirteen states in total. Oh wow. Some of them we were just like driving through. And mm-hmm. some of them we were only in for a total of thirty seconds, New Mexico. <laughs> Um, but we count, <laughs> but it counted. Still counts. So I added. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five states that I had never been to before. That's like really cool. I feel like, um, all in like a six-week adventure. Yeah, it was it was really fun. We're really glad we did it. We our original plan was to go for like three basically we wanted to move across the country and then <laughs> we decided maybe we didn't want to do that. And then we were like, Well, we still wanna like take advantage of this like working remotely and do something different. So we originally wanted to go to for like two or three months and then we kind of we kind of landed on six weeks, and I think it was a good amount of time. Yeah, um, I feel like I need you to break it down a little for me. Like, what's a pro and con of each of the places you stayed? Like, what did you love about each area, and what's something that like mm, this is why I wouldn't maybe live here? Okay, let's see. So the first place that we stayed for a while was Colorado Springs. Um, definitely a pro, the mountains, like Pikes Peak is visible from anywhere uh-huh. in the town. Um, it's also a, ta- a college town, so we, we stayed pretty close to the campus, um, and we walked around. It was pretty nice. Um, it gave me, like, yeah, so it was, like, a fairly bigger city but more of like but but not like a metropolitan area really um so they had everything that you'd want like Trader Joe's which is what I always look for and <laughs> um let's see a con Colorado Springs like every, so everywhere we went we looked at like Zillow listings just to, like get a feel for how much the houses were um and Colorado Springs was pretty comparable to Minneapolis but but a little bit more expensive okay um but it seemed like Colorado in general is just like blowing up like Denver which is only an hour away from Colorado Springs like 
the houses so like for our budget of what we're looking for like in the twin cities we could like not even get a house with a kitchen in denver oh my gosh it was like two bedroom house for um that like didn't even have a kitchen and stuff and for like four hundred thousand dollars Okay, like, what houses don't have kitchens? I was just, like, completely gutted on the inside, but it's, like, buy this house, fix it up. Oh, my gosh. And so I was in Colorado last, like, probably two years ago, and even then they were saying how crazy it was because, like, big companies were moving there, so everyone was, like, moving there for jobs, and the housing market was, like, crazy then. I could not even imagine, (laughs) like, right now with, like, everything that's going on. That's crazy. Yeah, the other thing that we noticed about actually like all the places that we were is that I think living in Minnesota, we take like green and grass and like foliage for like for advantage because we're just so used to it. And like there's lots of water here and the trees like massively blow up green everywhere you go in the summer. And that is just like... Like, people's lawns are more, like, sand or kind of, like, brownish grass. And it's not, like, these, like, lush green lawns that I feel like we're used to seeing. Yeah, that would be hard, I feel like, to get used to. Like, I really Mm -hmm. like... The green just makes me, like, feel like summer. Yeah. And, I mean, there was more green in Colorado, but especially California because we were in the desert, like... Palm Springs area and that was just like there's no green it's all just rocks and sand and cactuses yeah so let's see so then the next place we stayed was Utah and we stayed like in southern Utah and the coolest thing I think about Utah is that um there's so many different landscapes like you could be in like the middle of like red rocks like surrounded by these like giant red rocks and then you drive a little bit and you're in like the mountains with pine trees and then you drive another little bit and it's desert cactuses and stuff interesting that would be kind of interesting like to be able to like be so close to so many different things (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah, I've never been we, to Utah. We stayed mostly in southern Utah, and we only ended up driving through Salt Lake City, like, on our way home, and I think I would want to go back to Salt Lake City and do more exploring, because it was so pretty. Yeah. Um, You could maybe become a real housewife of Salt Lake City, you know, maybe that's your future, we'll see. Maybe, we'll see. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> um, and then we drove from Utah to California. We stayed in Palm Springs. Um, we did a weekend stint in San Diego. Um, For your birthday. I would, yeah. I would have liked to spend more time in San Diego. I think we, my like one regret of the trip is that we stayed way too long in the desert. Um, but we just like I don't know we didn't really know what it was going to be like and we didn't really right. feel like we wanted to hop around that much but I I wish that we would have taken like a, a week at the end to like start our way back home 
and then spend some time in Idaho because I'd never been to Idaho before and other than like crossing into the border like when I've been to the to Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons before but um we were driving like up through Idaho and it's so beautiful like I was like I can't believe it. I've never been here before I feel like it's like people who live in Montana say that they like tell people it's bad like that they hate living there because they don't want other people to move there <laughs> so I'm like I feel like Idaho people are just like keeping their state a secret because it's so beautiful and they don't want people I was gonna say I couldn't even tell you like is is Idaho like mountainy or like like what was beautiful about it it I think after maybe well maybe it was just after being in the desert and we were just so deprived of like green and yeah I well there was mountains in the desert but um yeah, we were just, and it was mid-May, so things are just starting to, like, pop and be all green and springy. Um, so we're just driving, like, through these rolling hills of green grass and trees, and it was, like, getting, like, late afternoon, so the sun is starting to set, it's golden hour, and there's, like, beautiful snow-capped mountains Aww. and these roll, rolling green hills. Um, and I saw a moose, a live moose. I've never seen one before just like driving on the side of the road we saw one um, I thought that you were going to tell me the moose was driving and I was like uh okay no. continue <laughs> um so yeah that I don't know that's pretty much it that's cool so really glad we did it we had a lot of fun um now we're back um, well, glad to have you back. I saw your face for the first time in real life last weekend um, in over two months, so that's exciting. <laughs> I know, that's crazy, but I feel like, I feel like I'm sadly, like, used to not seeing you when we used to see each other every day. I know, partially, like, pandemic, partially, like, we're an hour apart, but mm-hmm. we'll make it happen. <laughs> Yep. Um, well, should we do our like regular? Yeah, our sections. Sections. Okay. First of all, I need to ask you if you heard about the. This is like really old because it happened back in, like March. Okay. But did you hear about that cinnamon toast crunch? Um, with the shrimp. Yes. Yeah, so do you think it's, I heard, like, people speculating that it wasn't real, but, like, I saw the picture, and it looked real as heck. Thoughts? Yeah, I think it's real. Also, should um, we give a background? I guess. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Anyone maybe. didn't see it? I got okay. a little too excited. <laughs> so, for anyone that doesn't know, this, like, guy, actually, he's married to Topanga. No way, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, he's, like kind of famous but like not like really adjacent yeah um he like tweeted something he he tweeted that he found these shrimp tails like the end of a shrimp I guess obviously shrimp tail Mm. (laughs) (laughs) please describe what shrimp tails are to me (laughs) well like maybe people who don't eat shrimp would not know we can have some 
vegetarians or yeah. It's like okay. the part of the shrimp that you don't eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was some shrimp, cinnamon toast, cinnamon covered, like the sugar cinnamon that's all over the cinnamon toast crunch was covering this these shrimp tails because they were in the cereal box. And the guy took a picture and was like, um, okay, cinnamon toast crunch or atrineral mills, like these shrimp tails were in my cereal box. And then General Mills was like, sorry, like the cinnamon sugar settles and can be in weird shapes. And the guy was like, uh, no, like these are shrimp tails. And they really did look like shrimp tails. They did. I feel like it's interesting that it's like a company, like their PR team decided to like double down and not just be like, hey, will you contact us? Like, and let it like silently go away. Yeah. Um, but then, like, people started, like, digging into that guy, and they found, like, bad stuff about him, and then he got canceled. Oh, really? I did not, um, apparently stay in touch with that news enough to know that, so. And that is, is the... like, very vague, like, not exactly sure what happened or what it was, so. Okay. I'm pretty, sh- pretty sure that's the gist. Okay, so does, um... Did he get canceled because people thought he was lying or he's problematic and unsure whether or not this was a lie? I think it was because of something else. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I had, can't say I've bought Cinnamon Toast Crunch recently, but uh, think twice, I guess, before uh, consuming your cereal. <laughs> Yeah, that's really weird. Like, how someone was eating some shrimp cocktail, like, on the factory line. Yeah, like, who packs shrimp in their lunch with, like, the tails on? (laughs) Like, (laughs) uh, yeah, I don't know how Um, that happened. Me either. Um... Have you watched American Idol or kept up at all? I have not. I actually lost track of the voice, too. I feel like I've been, like, behind on shows, so I never even started it. But please give recaps. Okay, so I can recap, but but I really have, like, I totally stopped watching halfway through the season. (laughs) That's how I feel Um, like with all these, like, singing competition shows. I get really excited at the beginning and then lose it, but. Well, you don't even have to watch it because I just started following like my favorite people on Instagram. Oh. And then the next day they post their performance like pretty much uh, or at least like a clip of it on Instagram. And then you know whether or not they made it through or not because they post about that. <laughs> um but my favorite my favorite none of my favorite people won. Oh really? Yeah, I really wanted um, Alyssa Ray to win, but I also liked Willie Spence, um, and he got second. Okay. Who did win? Um, oh, his name was Chase. Okay. He's like a... I I didn't mind him. He was good. 
He just wasn't like your absolute fave. Favorite, yeah. Um, But I feel like there was a lot of, like, weird drama this season of people, like, dropping out left and right for either no reason or, like, because something happened. Um, So I really liked this guy, Wyatt, who in, like, the rounds where they sing with, like, an artist, they bring artists on, like, yep. um, he sang with Ben Rector, and it was so Aww. good, um, and then he just left the show for personal reasons, quote. Interesting, and they didn't say why, like, more no. detail than that? No, and he has never said why, so, but he's, like, still out here on Instagram, like, playing shows in Utah, so I don't know. Interesting. He just pieced out. He was yeah. in the top 16. It's interesting because you like feel like you, it's such a like um, a risk and what's the word? You like put your life on hold to go if you're trying to go on American Idol to some extent. So to get that far and then like peace out, I feel like it's got to be kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then another guy who was in the top 24 got arrested for breaking into his girlfriend's home. Oh my gosh. And while on the show, or like this came out and he got canceled? I think this came out after he got eliminated. Okay. But like on the show, they painted him as this like guy who was trying to get his life together or like had gotten his life together for his kid and like had this baby who he loved and like talked about a lot about and like this is for her and stuff and which I feel like a lot of American Idol contestants do but and then Mm -hmm. he got like arrested for like trying to break into his ex-girlfriend's home to see the child so who knows what the actual story is but I was just like ooh drama yeah I feel like there's not it's usually like very wholesome like you don't hear all that stuff Mm-hmm. Obviously, then, okay. Then more drama. Oh gosh! I mean, this isn't happening left and right like this for the past like year, but um, which like for good reasons. Um, there was another guy. I think he was top four actually, and I didn't really like him. Like, I kind of did not get good vibes from him, and he was like a country singer. But like one of those like super country singers, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, but he got got actually got kicked off because he had posted like racist things on social media. Um, interesting. I'm glad that they dealt with it like in the moment and didn't wait for people to react afterwards. Um, so good way to handle an American Idol but ugh, people um and then they oh my gosh there's more <laughs> they did this they did this thing I uh, just like feel like I know so much and have so many opinions for someone who didn't even watch the show but <laughs> um they did this thing where they brought back people from last season because like they were like, well, we feel bad for these people because they didn't get the real American Idol experience because of COVID. Um, and so they had a whole episode where 
they brought back past people and had them perform and then like the audience had to vote on one person that they would send through to like be in the top nine interesting um and so the number two guy from last year got put in the top nine and then he like went home shortly after that I think (laughs) but then he was at the finale like I think that the top 10 people were all supposed to do like a performance at the finale and that guy just like didn't show up and no one knew why interesting I feel like I've heard different things because doesn't American Idol kind of own like your career to some extent if you win like I've heard like different things like there's very much pros and cons of like being the American Idol um yeah I feel like I'd heard that and so I wonder if people go on there they get a little exposure and then they like peace out and hope that they can get like I don't know I'm just hypothesizing why some people would choose to like leave and not go all the way that's a good point because I remember well if you if you look at like Maddie Poppy as the winner and then um what's her name the girl who was third that season uh Gabby 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 Barrett um Gabby Barrett like is way bigger than Maddie Poppy now Mm mm-hmm um, and I remember hearing that um, Luke Bryan, like, or, like, Luke Bryan's people, like, took her aside and were like, hey, you're not going to win, but, like, you're just going to get third, but don't worry. Um, like, right after this, like, we'll take you on. Like, Luke Bryan, like, took her on and, like, made it happen for her. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Very cool. But yeah, yeah, I feel like there's, I don't know, I'd have to research. I feel like I don't remember who said that and who came out about it. I feel like back in the early days of American Idol, but people still go on, so. Yeah, it's like going on The Bachelor, you get all the fame, but then you have to sign all the contracts. Exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway, what... TV shows have you been watching? TV shows. Um, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy and Station 19, um, which are like they often like feed into one another. Like there's it's like a Station 19 is the fire station spin-off of Grey's Anatomy. Um, obviously not a, neither are new shows, but they've just been like I don't know. They're dealing head on with like the COVID and the um, racial issues, and I feel like addressing them really well. Um, so I've been like impressed because I don't know that other shows that I've watched have dealt with it so like explicitly, I guess. Um, so not that you haven't had 16 years to watch Grey's Anatomy, but if you want, now's the chance to start. <laughs> um, I've also been watching All American. Have you ever watched that show? No, what's it on? Um, the CW, so you know it's gonna be great. <laughs> For sure. Um, it's like a football show, but like it deals with like mm. um like economical differences and race issues too, and it's just like everything you want from like a teen drama. 
but obviously none of the actors or actresses are actually teenagers so it's just kind of fun to watch um those are sh- that besides that my reality tv um like all the real housewives and below deck i've been watching but i've talked about those in the past i did want to ask um i heard there's a little house on the prairie reboot coming did you ever watch that I never watched that, no. Really? I feel like you would like it. I did when I went over to my grandparents, um, because I think it was on, like, TV land or something, and I didn't have that. (laughs) So I'd watch it whenever I went over their house, and I really enjoyed it. So um, I'm kind of excited for it to be rebooted, assuming it, like, all pans out. (laughs) I'll have to watch it. So many reboots. I feel like everything's a reboot. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing I had on my list is, did you watch the New York Times documentary about Britney Spears? Yes, I did. Okay, thoughts? Um, I think it's less, I think it's all just, like, really sad, obviously. Um, and I do, well, I have kind of a funny story about Britney Spears, so, um, I was, like, obsessed with Britney Spears. Like, her first two albums, or albums, CDs, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Her first two albums, like, I got, that was, like, my first CD I got when I was in second grade. And then I remember, like, waiting for the second one to come out when I was in fourth grade. And I, like, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, but I, like, begged my mom to let me watch, like, the release party of it on (laughs) MTV, and she, like, taped it for me, and I would watch it over and over, um, and then, like, kind of the era after that, when, like, all this stuff was happening, um, and how, like, the media portrayed her and, like, made her... And how, like, I was totally, like, warped by that and, like, judged her because of it. Um, and so I was in, like, sixth, like, maybe, like, fourth or fifth, yeah, fifth grade. And I wrote Britney Spears a letter about, like, how <laughs> I didn't like the outfits she was wearing. And, like, Aww. I used to be in love with her, but now she's, like, like being crazy and, like, not being a good example. And I'm just, like, I was, like, totally warped by, like this like media portrayal of what like girls should be and so I was like personally affected by how they treated Britney Spears in the media when like she was just trying to be like her she was just trying to be an artist and like live her truth and like all this crazy stuff happened Right. I felt a little guilt watching it, too, because I have definitely, like, back in the day when she, like, shaved her head and stuff was like, wow, she's crazy. Not, Mm -hmm. wow, this is a cry for help. Why aren't all these adults in her life helping her? Yes. Which, like, obviously, um, you live and learn as you get older. But it's just, yeah, it's so sad that um, I feel like society somewhat failed her. Um, Also, Brittany and Jason, so um, whenever my parents, like, clean out stuff they like offer it to my younger cousins so my sister's 25 and the next youngest kids are 14 and 12 so like every they get everyone's hand-me-downs 
Um, so Tanner, the twelve-year-old, um, was listening to hit, our old hit clips the other day, <gasps> and he definitely was listening to an "Oops, I Did It Again" hit clip and jamming out. And I was like, "What is even happening?" The hit clip still works. They do. It's a little one that you like flat on your ear to listen to. <laughs> yes, I had that one. Yes. So, um, still going strong. Um, oops, I did it again. <laughs> and it's like ten seconds of a song too. It's not even right. like like so. They were so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> There's such a like rip off, but yeah, I I fully invested. I think I had it on alarm clock of them too, but. Um, that has since stopped working, so that did not get passed on. But <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, would recommend the Britney Spears documentary. Um, those were all the binges I had. What have you been watching? Let's see. I feel like I've been keeping up with a lot of TV shows. Um, the last season of Younger premiered. Do you watch Younger? No. Um, who is the main actress in that? Sutton Foster. Okay. I feel like also I've seen previews. Bunheads. <laughs> yep. Um. Um. I love that show. Oh, Hilary Duff is also in it. She's that I did character. not know. Yeah, I. You would love it. But have you watched The Bold Type? Um. I watched, like, one season of it and liked it. I just, like, never went back because I felt like it was a commitment. I do really bad with shows that are still on TV unless it's, like, I'm too far in to stop. <laughs> okay. Well, if you like the bull type, you will love Younger. Um, and Younger's half-hour episode, so it's quicker. Oh, yeah. What is it? What, do you stream it on something or you watch it live? It's on Hulu. Okay. Um, so the bold type is ending actually. The this season just premiered, um, so I'm watching that. And then, how many seasons did they have? Five, okay. The fifth season will be the last, um, and then the sixth season of Younger is the last right now. And then also watching This Is Us, which is another one that's doing like I think a good job with kind of portraying the pandemic and um like racial issues mm-hmm. right now um but but they they just came out and said that season six of this is us will be the last so they have one more season after this all of your shows are ending i know it's so sad it'll be time for me to binge them now that they're actually over but um this is us always has previews on because it's before or after something i watch and it like I get like teary eyed just watching the previews, and I have no investment in the characters. So like I was like, this seems like such a commitment. I'm gonna wait till it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's for sure an investment, but it's so good. Mandy Moore, I just think she's the most amazing actress ever. Like she Aww. loves to play. She like plays a character from like just getting married in like her 20s all the way up into like a grandma in her 80s so like depending on what's happening in the episode interesting because it kind of like is a show about the the like lifespan of this family okay um 
And so they've kind of been like hinting at like what happens at the end of the show, which is when um, she, I think like she's like on her deathbed pretty much, Mandy Moore. Okay. Um, or her character. And they've been hinting at it like the whole series that like they show like little snippets of like uh, everyone like meeting up um and like what these characters look like when they're older like the kids and stuff Mm -hmm. but you don't really know like what's going on or why they're all there and so like that's kind of how they did the show is they like outlined it these six seasons and they like told the story tell like all different parts of the story from different time periods um and so you like kind of know what happens in the future but then you're back to the present and like just have to like keep keep all these different things in mind um but then we'll finally know what happens at the end of season six interesting I didn't have an appreciation for like it being kind of a lifespan type thing so you'll have to report back to tell us if you're like happy with the ending because I feel like season finales can go really well or really bad Mm -hmm. series finales so hopefully it goes really well hopefully (laughs) I think it's gotta be pretty epic so yeah we'll see um but yeah so I'm watching that and then um Handmaid's Tale premiered too so I'm also keeping up with that I think it's the last season of Handmaid's Tale which I'm excited about because it's like kind of stressful (laughs) but I have to know what happens so I made a joke what did I say um I was at I was on a work call and somehow someone made a reference to the Handmaid's Tale and I like well at least like we have a few more rights and and he was like, well, we'll see, or something. And I was like, ugh, too real, like, to actually compare it to our world right now. But, like, he's like, well, Gilead reminds me of this. Now, he, we got into, like, an in-depth discussion about the parallels to our current world and, like, Gilead. And I was like, that is way too stressful to think about. Um, I don't know if I could watch it. Like, I read the books, and they're hard enough to get through just, like, reading them, and then they're done. <laughs> How do you do it? Like, how do I watch the show? Does it not, like... I feel like my gut would just be, like... I don't know. I feel like it'd be really difficult to watch. Yeah. it It's actually gotten better now that, like, it's progressed. And, like... Okay. Um, and, like, the last season is more focused on, like... I mean... I don't know if you're going to watch it, but the last season is more focused on, like, like success and, like, happy things. Um, okay. Rather than just, like, doom and, like, scary things. Um, yeah. Like, it's kind of, like, wrapping up and, like, I guess I don't know, like, what's going to happen at the end, but um, it's kind of, like, them, like, people getting out of Gilead. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the first two seasons were really hard and they the first two seasons had already come out when I started watching it so I easily like like I just started binging and I'd watch like four episodes in a row and then I would have like have to take like a week off because it's just like 
so much. Yeah. Uh, like scary and I don't know. Um, so then I started having to do just one episode a week. Because I could see that. Way too much. Um, have you read The Testaments? Which no, is I, haven't, sequel? I haven't even read the book. Okay. I'm curious how closely they align. But maybe I'll just have to watch or I'll have to have you spill the deets once you're done. <laughs> yes, I will. Because you don't think you'll watch it? I don't know. If it gets lighter, maybe. Because I guess I've read the books. Um, do they talk about, like, baby Nicole at all? Is that, like, a storyline at all? Oh, yeah. That's a, a huge storyline. Okay. That's, like, basically the testaments. Is that okay. whole um, told from the perspective of... I can't remember her name. June? Mm, that doesn't sound right. The... Is it from the, I always forget her name. It's Serena. Is it her perspective? I don't think so. Maybe this is, I guess I don't know where you're at. Maybe this is like part of how it will end. I don't know. I'm not going to say anymore. (laughs) Okay. Um. Yeah, I think we're, like, halfway through the season already. Okay. Um, but there just kept being, like, all these situations where June would be able to get out, and she would, like, sacrifice herself and go back to, like, because she's trying to save her daughter, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, finally, she, like, actually leaves at the last the last episode that I watched. She, like, they were going to, like, send her back. But then these people were like, okay, no, we'll take you to Canada. Interesting. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> um, but that's it for TV. Okay. Um, do you want to do songs or books next? Um... Let's do books. What are you reading? Um, first, I wanted to give an update on In Five Years because I said I'd report back on how it was. <gasps> yes. um, did not enjoy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I felt like it was kind of a waste of time. So um, I know you were like had already read it, so I said I'd report back. But I was just like, meh, not in love. <laughs> um. Also, I've been waiting to tell you. So I read Emmanuel. Is it H-O or Acho? Oh, yeah. So um, what's it called? Difficult Conversations with a Black Man. Mm-hmm. He says, buckle in. And I was like, it's, it's confirmed. <laughs> it's not confirmed. It can be either or. I know, but I just feel like usually people disagree with me and agree with you so I have one person like on my side so I had to bring it up okay congrats <laughs> thanks I needed that win <laughs> um but anyway the book was really good it was like a very easy read I think the way he writes it and um this like the style and the, the way he sections off the chapters makes it like 
easy to understand and read. Um, so I would recommend. Um, I also read I Heard You Paint House or I Heard You Paint Houses. It's also called The Irishman. Did I talk about this before? I don't think so. Okay. Well, it's kind of. Um, it's about um what they call it, the Irishman, which is his name is Frank something. And um he's basically like on his like writing and kind of doing a tell-all of his like days working with the mob. Um and like it gets it got released like after he died. Um and it was interesting because he was basically like confirming without confirming that like the mob had stuff to do with JFK's death, which has always been speculated. And it was just like super interesting and maybe I'm like super naive, but I didn't understand how truly corrupt all of our government officials were slash are um, just like with all like, like they helped to rig elections and different things. And I thought it was super interesting. <laughs> if that's ever something you would be interested in reading, you can definitely borrow it, but it was like, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm really naive, but I did not think everyone was that corrupt. <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's also kind of, like, depressing because he's definitely, like, a hitman. Painting houses is, like, a reference to, like, our, I hear you're a, basically a hitman. Like, I hear you paint houses. Yes, I need this house painted kind of thing. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, the only other book I had on my list was Mexican Gothic. Have you read this? Um, I have not because you told me not to read it. Um, I still stand by that. Um, it was extremely strange, I guess. And that's not what I was expecting from like reading the back of the book. Like, it had some, like, mystery to it. Um, so I was, like, intrigued and thought it looked good. And the cover is, like, really eye-catching. And it was actually a Goodreads, like, top 2020, I think, book for whatever genre it is. And so I was, like, okay, I'm going to read it. It was, like, super hard to get through, like, super creepy and, like, disturbing. Um, and in case someone does want to read it, I won't ruin it. But I would not recommend it at all it was very it was just not for me it was hard to digest got it <laughs> no um, so basically of the four books I just talked about I say yes to two and no to two <laughs> I mean that's why we're here um I guess one other thing I just thought of is I am reading Party of Two Jasmine Skillery's um latest book which is great I'm only like chapter one but great as always to start <laughs> is that the one where the guy's like a senator yes okay Ooh. it's good did you already read it yeah I read it I feel like I read it last fall you probably did I feel like I um hadn't bought it until recently but I kept like thinking about it and I was like I need something light to throw into the mix so yeah I was gonna say um all of my books have are like 
more fun fictional because that's the mood that I've been in. Good, good. What are they? Um, so I got a Taylor Jenkins read kick after just like absolutely loving the seven of bins of Evelyn Hugo. Yes. Um, and so I read Taylor Jenkins read book one true loves, which was like, I just thought it was the most amazing story. Mm-hmm. Such a good book. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, okay. Also like could be maybe similar to the plot of Castaway. But interesting. I was describing the plot. I was like really excited about it, and I was describing it to. And I've seen Castaway, but just like not since I was probably like little. Um, I was describing the plot to um Matt, and he was just like, "Isn't that the plot of Castaway?" <laughs> I was like, it kind of is, but it's still really good. Yeah. It's funny how, like, unless someone points it out, you don't make those connections. Like, oh, that is kind of what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So it's more of the story of, like, so it does. Okay. I'm not going to give anything else away because I think you should just read it. Okay. Um, Did you read... Daisy Jones and the Six. I did, yeah. That's the one I just finished. Okay, thoughts? It was not... It was probably... It's probably my least favorite out of all the four books that I've read. Okay. By Taylor. Um, There was another book called Maybe in Another Life that I read by her, which I also thought was really good. Okay. Um, Can I borrow any of these books? The two that I haven't read? <laughs> sure perfect um okay so the and then the other book that I read recently is Anxious People by Frederick something and that was like on a lot of popular lists and like I hadn't seen it everywhere so I thought I would get it and read it and I hated it really is it like nonfiction kind of like help trying to help be a helpful book or like no is it it's like a mystery story um and it's kind of like the point of it is supposed to be like how how people how everyone's just kind of like trying to do their best like and everyone has their own issues that they're dealing with internally um and then kind of how that like manifests into like things that actually happen so there was like a, so the book is kind of about this like hostage situation and it's like how everyone got to be in this hostage situation like including the guy the person not the guy the person holding um the people hostage and the people who were like in the apartment building where they ended up being held hostage and it kind of goes into like their backstories um and and like how they ended up there and it's like not what you might have thought by just like learning about this hostage situation and I just thought that like I thought that sounded good and that's why I wanted to read it but it was written in like a lot of the writing was in like dialogue form um 
so like you'd get like the plot points from like police interviews that they were having with the different characters and I feel like it was a lot of like fluff and like they, mm. like having the characters say like weird things and I'm like this is relevant to the story yeah sounds so like it of- was like an interesting concept but not executed well yeah it was just kind of hard to get through I didn't really like the writing but um, those are your books those are your books um, I had one other article that was book adjacent do you know who Lauren Huff is Lauren Huff mm, I don't think so so I think um let me see she basically I think grew up in like a cult environment so she wrote this book which I think sounds interesting because it's like about her life and that's obviously like a very unique experience um a lot of people are giving her like four stars on goodreads which is like to me seems very generous um and like Mm -hmm. a good good and she's like roasting people on twitter and calling them assholes for only giving her four stars that people are like and i was like i don't know that i've ever seen someone like an author go to Goodreads to like bash people that are rating their books. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. I don't even know what to say about that. I just have never um I was like, oh, makes me not want to support her. Um I just saw an article no. about it and I was like, That's so interesting because a lot of the reviews are like I rounded up I I think I could give this four and a half stars. It's so good. And then she's like, grow up. Or like, just like tweeting at people because she's what? angry. I know. And I was like, okay, is this to get it more attention? Because like, I don't know that like everyone knows about her book. But I feel like it's having the opposite effect. So. Lady. I know. I was like, so sad. Take it. People are loving it. Like, four stars is good. Okay, um, do you want to go to Spreading Songs? Yes. Okay. The songs, the songs that I am sprouting. Yeah, you go first, because I have a feeling your list is way longer than mine, because I don't listen to music anymore, (laughs) so. Okay, Taylor Swift update. Okay, I've been waiting. Her Fearless album came out, the re-record so good and we got and we got the sixth bonus track okay that we'd never heard before well actually if you're hardcore swifty you'd heard some of them before um, like at concerts or just like um illegally downloading situations oh. okay um not that i did are that, you a hardcore swifty i am a hardcore swifty <laughs> um my favorite New song from the vault. Well, it's not new, but it's never released. Um, are you all over me and Mr. Perfectly Fine, which is about Joe Jonas. Interesting. Um, and even Sophie Turner tweeted about the song and said that it was a bop. So, a certified bop. Certified bop. Um, so I'm really excited for her to continue doing the re-records. 
I've I've been jamming to some Taylor Swift as usual lately. Um, let's see the other songs. Is it just me by Emily Burns? I don't really know how I came across this song, but it's just like a really sad like breakup song, and it puts you in the feels. Um, good song. Um. Chicken Tendies by Clinton Kane is also a really good song. Chicken Tendies? Yeah. I don't know why it's called Chicken Tendies. It's kind of just like a song about a guy who's like missing his ex-girlfriend and like hoping that her life is better now without him. <laughs> um... Salt Lime Tequila by Ryan Griffin. Have you heard that song? No, it sounds like a country song, though. It is, and I feel like it's going to be the song of the summer. I've already heard it on the radio. Um, I think you'd like it. Okay. Um, Ben Rector just came out with a new song called Range Rover that I didn't really like at first, but it's growing on me. Um... Does it talk about Range Rovers? Yes. It's like, I think the point of the song is like, he, I don't know, I don't know if the point of the song is that he like wants a girl who wants a Range Rover or he wants a girl who does, or who doesn't mind that he doesn't have a Range Rover. <laughs> Um, well, I really love Range Rovers, and it's interesting to have another song to reference when people talk about Range Rovers, because every time anyone ever mentions a Range Rover, I say, ride around town in the big old range. <laughs> so maybe I'll have to listen to that to, uh, you know, expand my um, knee-jerk reactions to people saying normal things. <laughs> what do you? Okay, so what do you say when people talk about Range Rovers? Are you just trying to get me to say that again? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, okay, the other song that... So I'm really into Ben Platt lately. Um, and I'm really excited for the Dear Evan Hansen movie to come out. Um, and the song Grow As We Go by Ben Platt is so good. Is it? I... I think he's adorable. I have not, like, followed him, but, like, ever since High School Musical, I was, like, or not High School, wow, Pitch Perfect. Yes. Um, he was adorable, and I think that will be, I can't wait to see the movie either, or the musical. Super good. Um, have I asked you this before? Probably, but you have you seen Prom on Netflix? I have not. Oh, my gosh. You must watch it this weekend. Okay. Have we not talked about this? I don't think so. What's What's the premise? Wait, I feel like you did tell me about this. Yes, it is. I have a horrible memory. Changing. So. <laughs> um. Okay. Brief. Brief premise. Okay. Um, it's this girl um, who's at a high school in Indiana and she asks another girl to the prom Um, and then as soon as like the PTO or whatever finds out that 
she this like same sex couple is going to the prom together they like basically like say no like you can't do it you can't do that like you can't come to the prom but then the school like the principal says like okay no like you can come to the prom like you can't shut it down and so then they like get in, it's basically get like about this like fight like whether or not they're gonna have the prom or not yeah um and it's a story of like this girl living in small town indiana and how it's like super closed-minded and mm. oh it's so good the, mu- the music is amazing interesting so it's a musical or just yeah. has a good soundtrack yeah. it's a musical so it's like based on a broadway musical that they turned into a movie interesting that does sound good i i don't um yeah so and i forgot to add that the other part of the plot is that these like three broadway stars um like in the in the movie the slash musical the broadway stars like find out about this um like fight that they're having over the same sex couple trying to go to prom together and they like take it upon themselves to like fight for this and like bring like publicity to it because they're trying to like get good publicity (laughs) funny um and Meryl Streep is oh okay I need to watch it what did you is it streamable or did you buy it uh it's on Netflix okay I need to watch it Um, any other songs you've been listening to or pods or anything? No songs. No new pods, really. Okay. How about you? Um, I just have two songs and then a couple podcast um, thoughts, I guess. Um, the first one is Man Enough Now by Chris Brandy. Um, it's like a really old song. I used to listen to it like back. I remember listening to it. It was like in my regular playlist when we were living in on and same was parked together um but it like recently popped up and I was like oh this is so good so it's like back in the rotation um like rediscovered the other person I've been listening to which you recommended um a long time ago and I didn't listen to until a random song popped up the other day and I'm kind of digging her is Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> um yes. late to the party but I was like wow that is not what I expected like her voice to sound like or just like I don't know I really she she was really good I'm not a big fan of the driver's license song but the other I can't remember the name of the song but I was like really digging it so I've been just kind of like vu? potentially I don't that doesn't sound right or um this was like two days ago so very new discovery um and I've just been like casually listening so I have not like memorized anything but I don't know it came up on Apple Music <laughs> um well I just looked up the song and it's called Enough for You um, oh I was okay. really digging it the other day yeah I listened to her whole new album like a couple times since it's come out and um yeah I definitely see how that how you would like 
some of her like they're kind of like Avril Lavigne e Paramount. Dude, I actually was like, wow, this sat kind of sounds like Haley from pa- Paramore yes. as she was singing. I was like, that's what I didn't expect. I don't know why I thought her. I thought she'd be a little more poppy. Um, and so I was like, not that excited to like go investigate her after you talked about her. But yeah, no, I was like digging it. I definitely got Paramore vibes. <laughs> that's so funny. Um. The other two items I wanted to talk about with sprouting songs um, is actually podcast related. So I just have to shout out. So I always talk about my two favorite podcasts, but they combined sort of um, at the end of every The Daily Zeitgeist episode, they read tweets that they were thinking were funny. And Miles Gray from The Daily Zeitgeist read Susie Meister's tweet from the Brain Candy podcast. And I was like, whoa, my two favorite podcasts are combining. Um, it was a big oh day. Gosh. I was super excited. Um, this means nothing to anyone else, but I just had to talk about it. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I was curious, how do you feel about podcasts? How do you listen to podcasts? First of all, what app do you use? I mostly use the Apple podcasts, just a regular yeah. podcast app. Um, but there is one podcast I listen to using Spotify because it's only on Spotify. That's what I was going to ask you about. So Dax Shepard, um, Armchair Expert, just signed a deal to be exclusively on Spotify. And I feel like more and more podcasts are doing that. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Like, like no big deal? Because I, or like, you'll, I, you'll clearly go to Spotify to listen to it if you want to listen to it enough or... Yeah, I mean, I use Spotify all the time in general. Like, yeah. it's not like a new... I probably wouldn't be annoyed if it was Spot- like something went to Spotify or only Apple Podcasts just because I use those. But if it was mm-hmm. like, we're only going to Stitcher or something, I'd be... Right. I don't want to download another app. Yeah. Yeah, I don't use Spotify really anymore because we got... um, Like, I have an Alexa now, so we use Apple Music. Um. Mm. And so I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's like a lot of extra work to go to another app. And that sounds really lazy. But I was like, it keeps happening more and more. So I was just curious what yeah. you thought. Um, that is all I had for Sprouting Songs. All right. Any other closing thoughts? I don't think so. Okay. Well, this was fun. It was good to oh, catch okay. up with you. Yeah, it was. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye.